Hello and welcome to PSG Review, the show as authentic as our latest kit at the tourist spot marketplace on a holiday island somewhere in the southern parts of the Europe. Also known as the show quite regularly asking one of the most important questions there is... Who cares? My name is Mikko and we are firmly on an international break with men's football. The team is going to be back in action on weekend at Parc de Prince against Nice and the various players on their national team duty have had their different experiences and colorful moments during the post-match interviews, but none of that is on the menu today. Today we use the opportunity of relative calmness in the PSG universe if such thing as calmness ever really exists. But you know, it's calmer than most times to discuss the question of who qualifies as the real and authentic PSG fan. Listen, this is something I tweeted about as it occurred to me last week after seeing the millionth time someone making a commentary about someone else's value or authenticity as a PSG fan, a supporter of this team, this club and so on. And I made a small thread uh, as you do on Twitter, but I thought that perhaps this deserves an episode here on PSG Review as well. It's a kind of an interesting and incredibly boring thing as well at the same time, but somehow it is worth some discussion, I feel. When it comes to PSG fandom, there is a clear marker, a line in the sand that comes up every time we talk about this. It's a moment in time. It's the summer of 2011. That is the time when Qatari Sports Investment, QSI for you and I, bought it from the American investment firm Colony Capital. This, you know, doesn't apply to many people, by the way, and I don't even know if this is a conversation that the actual Parisians obsess over like many of us abroad will do. But the question remains, are you pre or post takeover fan? It's a common enough question, but today I'm telling you, I don't care. I simply and very genuinely do not care. See, uh, football fans, I think, place an awful lot of emphasis on authenticity. And the authenticity in itself as a concept is never really that well defined. What are the criteria of authenticity? What does it mean? What makes you an authentic? There are different things, but they keep on changing. And it's kind of like, you know, it's about vibes more than anything else. And then uh, oftentimes it's also this kind of a self-promotion, as in you promote yourself into the position of authenticity and realness and, and you claim it for yourself but what you're really wanting to do oftentimes is to make a difference between yourself and the less authentic fans. You're not really comparing your authenticity to the people who are more authentic than you. You is a kind of something where you look downwards mostly. So I, I find it a little bit mm, and unnecessary and boring because beside PSG, I'm also what you would call a hip hop head. I love the culture and the music. I grew up with it. I learned English largely assisted by it and adopted a sort of international outlook to the world because of it. And in hip-hop, there is the same debate. The real hip-hop, which is to judge usually the music itself. Does it meet the requirements of the authenticity and respect to the originators? And then there's also an idea closer to to this debate that we are having here right now, which is, are you a real fan, a real hip-hop head? And because I was never growing up where hip-hop came from, only where it came to, I'm comfortable enough to say that my fandom 
is its own kind. It's shared by millions across the world, but um, not from the inner circle. It will never have that sensitivity, but that doesn't mean that it's something I don't have connection to. Just like I'm not from the inner circle of PSG fans either. I'm not there with the flares at Parc de France. I don't religiously spend all my money following them, the club, the team in Europe during the Champions League away days. I'm not in a position to do that, but also in all fairness, as much as I would love to experience it more, I'm not sure if I wanted to do it all the time. Maybe I don't have the personality for that. Watching football at the stadium is a great experience, really wonderful experience, really great. Those are unforgettable nights and I'm always happy to catch a big match in person, but I also like watching football from TV. I like to watch it with my son and his laconic commentary, his absence of patience with missed chances. I like to watch it in a bar with our local PSG fan club. There are many great experiences and the mixture of all these is perhaps, to me, the ideal. And in all fairness, There may be far fewer people than what we imagine who are the diehards attending absolutely everything. Although, of course, especially for a club like ours, and I call it our club, we have amazing ultras that make us so proud when they represent us in stadiums around the world, let alone at Parc de Bronze when it fills with red flares and non-stop singing. In that way, too, we are spoiled fan base. Sometimes I think with these ultras, they are rarely outsang, even when in minority while traveling somewhere. And actually without them, it would be much easier to question the authenticity of the team, you know, the club itself, which some will inevitably and inescapably do anyways. But to that, I also will offer my counter question. Who cares? Well, I don't care so much. So we have the ultras, they are doing their thing, but that is one end of the stadium at Parc des Princes. The loudest, the most vibrant and visible, the end of the stadium we have seen last year when they are sort of striking and not not, not cooperating, that it really makes a huge difference to the atmosphere. But when the park is full, there are also tens of thousands of other people supporting the team. So what I mean is that there is a spectrum from this hardcore ultras and season ticket holders to occasionally at the stadium, you know, always watching on TV to just watching TV with a plan to maybe go one day and and participate, maybe maybe a dream of that. You know, people who have strong feelings to people who don't have particularly strong feelings, but some kind of goodwill, some kind of well-wishing towards the club, some connection. Perhaps they like the logo or the city of Paris. I mean, who doesn't like the city of Paris? Perhaps they like one player. Maybe they like the Jordan collaboration clothes, the merchandise. Perhaps they never watch matches such, but coexist with someone who does and goes on about it. Shout out to my dear wife. So there are different ways to express support and we always have to answer questions as non-Parisians anyway. Why do you support? How did it happen? And was it before the Qatari cash? Now, anecdotally, this can be an interesting conversation to some. For me, I have never really cared too much about it because as hip hop head, I quote the God MC Rakim Allah, it ain't where you're from, it's where you at. So be your origin story what it may, we are here now. This is where we are together in this glorious mess that never ceases to amaze me that can put a smile on my face in an instant or keep me up at night. And if you think about it, it's quite funny because there are tons of people who started to support clubs like Manchester United, Liverpool, Arsenal, Chelsea, Bayern, Juventus, Barcelona, Real Madrid, 
as such, because of the success of those clubs, you know, at the time or even currently, it's a factor, even if it was something that happened earlier on. So my point is, none of this matters. To me, it doesn't. It's all very, very irrelevant. I have no interest in competing against anyone with my authenticity or lack thereof. An argument could be made and that's fine. I don't have a particular interest in proving my worth as a supporter. And to be honest, I find the question of why and when you became a fan quite daunting because the information you provide might easily become a sort of metric of how genuine you are, how do you rate as a fan and subsequently how valid is your observation. Maybe I'm overthinking and overreacting entirely here. I don't know. I mean, these are things that you face as a non-Parisian PSG fan every so often. And some people more often than not, but uh, not so much from the Parisian people themselves. The people who are from Paris, they don't usually ask about these questions. I kind of get the feeling that they are people who are quite happy and excited for the most part that this club that they've been supporting has become quite a global thing, that all of a sudden you get people from all continents who are uh, really feeling strong feelings for it. You know, I, I don't remember ever them having any problems with anybody. So therefore, it might be rather than a judgment that this is a competition. People try to figure out how the others rate against themselves. That's what I was talking about. So you are you, you are not really making the judgment of authenticity upwards only downwards as you perceive it, as, as as the way that it looks to you. So it's something that you kind of use to justify your own, own position. But what I'm saying is that none of that matters. Uh, it's perfectly okay. It's perfectly okay if you want to make some kind of ranking list, of course, or criteria with which you make sense of the situation, but I'm not interested in it. And here's my message to you, a PSG supporter, especially if you are from outside of Paris. It's okay. You are a real supporter if you want to be. If you feel like one, you need neither permission nor validation. You do your thing and enjoy this great club that so many around the world love. Whether you have loved it since the father, Djorkaev, George Weah, Bernard Lama, Pauletta, or Ronnie, Slata, Neymar, or even Messi. Here we are. Here we are all in the same situation. And if you're one of those who are slightly irritated by the newer supporters, well, I would say that perhaps, firstly, relax. And you don't have to debate with people who don't have the same knowledge as you do. You can teach. But if someone isn't open to that, then, you know, we keep things moving. PSD is far too big of a phenomenon today that any of us could ever control it. The reason why I do the show, PSG Review in general, is because... I think about this stuff anyways, and I assumed, as has been proven uh, by the statistics since, <laughs> that there are many others who are interested in this type of thing as well. And it's better that we tell this story, that we tell this story of PSG and what is happening within the club and with the club with love and diligence that only comes from it meaning something to you. If you ask me to talk about another club, well, you know, I would very likely know less about it, but I would also care less about it. It would mean less to me whether it is presented in the light that it deserves to be presented in. 
That is not a criticism to the pundits who keep on dishing the views on the clubs they don't care about as such or journalists or anyone. But when you listen to this, you know where I'm coming from. We all have a bias anyway, so it's only fair to be upfront about it. And I think that is one of the reasons why this uh, fan-driven media in football has become a thing, also in other sports. But but this is the thing, is that even if you listen to, even if I want to he- hear something about another club, I can listen to what those fans are feeling about it, what they're thinking about it, and I can calibrate and I can understand, okay, this is these are the points that they're making and then I can make up my own mind what is happening in that club. But if I'm listening to somebody who is just trying to get a scoop, who is just trying to say something that is going to go viral, then I'm going to get what I'm going to get. So perhaps we can all coexist rather than compete because competition is what the teams do on the pitch. That's not what we need to do in the stands or even on our TV chairs. Of course, a whole other topic are the people who are fans of a single player in a team sport. It's a very unusual thing. But then again, we're also giving individual trophies in this uh, team sport. I guess it's also equally okay as a bias. It's a little bit more complicated because it doesn't lead you to analyze uh, what is actually happening on the pitch with balance. If you're always in a need to prove that your favorite is better than the other players, if that's how you kind of approach it. But when it comes to that, I always assume that it's more commonplace amongst the younger supporters, so it's also okay. And anyways, what often happens is that unless you are born to support your local club, it was one player or another that stole your heart, but you stayed supporting the club long after they were gone. Then it became badge over players. So that is all part of the process. That is all for this special episode of PSG Review. In the absence of club football, I wanted to get something else off of my chest. Next match is on Saturday night at Parc des Princes against Nice. Will Mbappe have more luck finishing his chances against Kasper Schmeichel than, than he did during this international duty? It remains to be seen, but we certainly hope so. Then after that, it is a trip to Lisbon to play against Benfica on the following Wednesday. So these are important uh, season-defining days in in, in some way, especially in Champions League. We're in a position where we could uh, take a little bit of a lead and start, um, well, not taking the foot off the gas, not at all, but, uh, but things would start looking less stressful there, certainly. Not that they're looking particularly stressful at this particular moment. And PSG women are busy playing many matches at the moment also because on top of the domestic Dian, they remain with the full points there after three matches. They won all three of them. The last one was a little bit close call, but it was the three points and that is all that counts. But the women's team also are playing Champions League group stage qualifiers at the moment. The second leg against Beko Hecken is on this Wednesday in Sweden and PSG is leading that uh, matchup 2-1 after the first match. So a draw will do. That should be also enough to get to the group stage and, and I really hope that they will see through that match. And that match, if I have understood the scheduling correctly, will be available from the Dazen YouTube channel free and legal, live and direct, so don't miss that one. Thanks so much for listening and until next time on the other side of the international break, take care and peace.